0: welcome back to another edition of the cruising podcast i am your host andrew cruz and today is wednesday the 13th of october wow october is flying goodness gracious, i feel like we just got here now it's <sighs> like mid almost midway through october and we're like still we're still kicking baby that's what's up that's what's up so but today, where you can find the cruising podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and in and YouTube, and also anywhere you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruising podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is at cruising podcast on Instagram, also at also at nice town finest on Twitter. What what happened? What's going on? Look, I am very tired. I don't know what's going on, man. I, I've been trying to like. I didn't know whether I should do a show tonight or not. But I said screw it. We're doing a show because I'm a gangster, and that's what gangsters do. We we work through the hardships, okay? But man, I've been really drained lately, like mentally, physically. It's just I've been really fucking drained. I'm just been feel like I'm just going through the motions of life. It's just it's weird for me. I don't like it. I don't like it not one bit. This is not the way Andrew Cruz does things. Um, I started trying to. I've been doing like a low carb diet. But, like, it just feels like I am fucking drained right now. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't know what happened. I think I'm getting old. I don't like it. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue to not like this shit. I think it's because I'm angry a lot. And um, maybe I just need to change that. Maybe I just need to change the scenery, change the job scenery. I, I don't know. It's just something. Something that's got to give because it's just it's just really weird. I don't like it. I've never been like this. I've I was like this when I first got the COVID shot, the second time around, and I was like, "Fuck, yo, you know, this drone has me entirely drained." I'm like wanting to go to sleep. I, I like I go to the gym, and I'm sitting here trying to lift. I'm falling asleep on the fucking machine. I didn't like it. I, I, I'm not a fan. Um, they definitely get booze for me, and maybe a battery thrown at it. You know, that's just the way I feel about it. But Speaking of Ben Simmons, um, the problem that I have with the whole situation is that it feels like we haven't heard from Ben Simmons. We're hearing from Rich Paul, which is a fucking problem to me. And I'm glad it's finally getting addressed. And I'm hoping it's getting addressed by Doc Rivers to Rich Paul because you're talking to Rich Paul. You're not talking to Ben Simmons. You're talking to his representatives. Everything that has came out is from his representatives. That's a problem for me. That means that as a grown-ass man, he can't take care of his own business. He's got uh, his agent trying to do everything he can possibly to screw over the Sixers organization. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I think the the hiring of Doc Rivers made it so that Simmons, he can't be coddled. Anymore. He's not going to be coddled by a coach. You got to think about it. Since high school, you know, high school normally you're the best. If you're the best player, normally it's somebody close to the family that's coaching the team and can coddle you. Next, LSU. This is his godfather or something was the head coach of the, or a coach at LSU. Easily coddled. Somebody he knows. Perfect situation happens in Philadelphia. Sorry, my bad. One second. Alright, cool. Perfect situation happens in Philadelphia for him, apparently. His dad was coached by Brett Brown in Australia. So, on all three levels, all, all three the highest levels for basketball, he's been coached by somebody that's, that he knows. That he lived close by. That he, you know, was known for a very long time, probably all his life. You know, this is the first time that You know, you have Doc Rivers, who probably has no connection to Ben Simmons whatsoever. This is the first time where he's not getting that coddling. Where he's not getting that, good job, man, even though he doesn't shoot any threes. Get that, yeah, 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 after having 10 turnovers in a game. You're still great. You're still LeBron 2.0. That's the problem. Uh, I'm seeing reports also that he feels like that he was more scrutinized as any other number one pick? Yeah, you are. You want to know why? Because they dubbed you as LeBron 2.0, the left-handed LeBron. That was the problem. They had you compared to LeBron. And guess who you became best friends with? LeBron. There's no, yeah, there's coincidence. Yeah, you got compared to probably top three greatest player of all time. That was your comparison. That's your ceiling. So, fuck yeah, you're going to have the, the most scrutiny over you. Yeah, fuck yeah, that not every coach you're going to have in this league is going to coddle you, It's going to give you a pat on the back when you have fucking five to six turnovers in a game, where you're shooting 34 fucking percent from the free throw line. Yeah, it's not going to happen. People do get mad about that. Especially when you were the number one pick being compared to a top three greatest of all time. Yeah, that happens. that, that happens. It's, yeah, welcome. You know what you know what the other three guys that you were fucking that you see are called goats do when they got booed? They went to the gym, worked their ass off and they fucking plied it to the next season. That's what happened. To the next season after that, to the next season after that. That's how you become a fucking goat. You take those booze and you make that into energy. You make that into, I'm going to work my motherfucking ass off. You take those criticisms and you work through them. You take them as constructive. All right, cool. Uh, you say I have two left feet. I don't know how I can fix that, but I can't. But you say I can shoot a jumper. You say, I can take how many free throws per day? It's your fucking job to be better at this sport. So, yeah, you came to Philadelphia. You thought you were going to get coddled by the fan base. Some of them want to coddle you. That's fine. Some of them, you know, want to sit here and still pat you on the back. Like, hey, he's back. You know, he's going to be the fifth. No, you're getting paid $200 million to be one of the better offensive players in this motherfucking game. 13 points in the playoffs is not enough. 34% 34% from the free throw line? Not enough. Not. No, no, no. It's not enough. Motherfucking baseball players get on base more than fucking Ben Simmons hits free throws. They hit, they add a better percentage. I'm sorry. They get on base at a better percentage than Ben Simmons hits free throws. And now you're trying to talk through representatives. That's some hoe-ass shit. That's some bitch ass shit. You need to grow the fuck up, speak the fuck up, and maybe motherfuckers will start respecting you. That's that's respect on both sides. Yeah, Embiid has some troubles that he has. Guess what, Ben? You know what? Bi- you know what Embiid does? He shuts the fuck up. Doesn't talk to through. I'm sorry. Doesn't talk through representation. And works his ass off in the background, not taking a video showing, hey, man, this is me shooting the three-pointer, but I'm only going to shoot two per year. No. The team's been built around you, which is true, because you're supposed to be the second coming of LeBron James. That was your comparison. So, yeah, you're going to get scrutinized when you only score 13 motherfucking points in a playoffs. Yeah, it happens. Welcome to life. Hey, Ben, Rich Paul ain't going to be there all the time. You're going to have to speak up for yourself. Rich Paul can't save you in the locker room. When you walk into that locker room with those men that went to bat for you on numerous occasions, the same men that you walked into that locker room went to i, I don't want to say war went to battle i guess I don't, I don't know you went to battle with after you turned your motherfucking back you're asking them to forgive you will you ask them for to forgive you will you play like a team player will you not be a little little, little person a little child you won't work your ass off what are you going to do this is your turning this is your crossroads in my opinion. This is the crossroads in Ben Simmons' career. Do you go the easy route and still want to be traded? Or do you endure whatever the fuck happens and you make that into fuel and into fire? Let that fuel your fire in your belly to go and get a fucking championship. This is your best chance to get a championship. All you gotta do is fall in line. Now, I... I think that he wasn't getting publicity from this year. I think he's been getting so much negative press and then beats been getting so much love. That's why Simmons probably also, in my opinion, I think that plays his own part too, but, when you disrespect the fans of Philadelphia, the people that pay their fucking money, when you disrespect the guys that are in that locker room that work or that also work their ass off during the summertime, when you dis- disrespect the management, the coaching, everything, you disrespected the league for what you did. That's weak as fuck. Speaking of the league, fuck the league in their disrespect. I didn't mean to say that. This is what my problem is. And I saw this quote. And it's real. That's that's a really good quote. The NBA allowed Magic Johnson to play with full-blown HIV. Now, that HIV goes into an open wound. He bleeds and he goes into an open wound. He has now infected someone else with HIV, which has no cure. Whatsoever. only has treatment in the 90s, Could that's a death sentence. He could have been a murderer on the court. I'm saying this to say that Kyrie Irving should be allowed to play basketball. Kyrie Irving should be allowed to make his living. And if anybody has a problem with what I'm saying, DM me. Talk to me. What would you like me to say? How would you like me to? How would you like me to answer it for you in a nice way without saying "fuck off"? Kyrie Irving should be a full should be a full participant in basketball, and here's how, because clearly we have the technology for it now. Uh, rapid testing, take a test before he walks into each building. Take a test every time he walks out of the building. Take a test when he walks into the games. Take the test when he goes out of the games. Test that motherfucker as many times as you can. Want to know what's going to happen? He's going to get tired of getting tested. He's going to get that. Why make him go through hell to be able to play basketball? Now, there's an un. Now, there's something else to me that's going on with Kyrie, other than this whole he won't get vaccinated thing. I think. And this is dead, dead on. I mean, I, I think dead on. He took so much time doing rallies and, you know, uh, marching and things like that f- last year for Black Lives Matter that he's not that, you know, he kind of lost the league some money. There's a lot of money in stake. There's a lot of things. I think this is payback. He's really, I think he's the only unvaccinated player. So why just not make it harder for him to play the game? Not harder. I'm sorry, make it uh make it make it a bitch to play. Yo, you gotta get tested. Every every time you walk into our building, you gotta get tested. They have rapid testing. 15 minutes, boom, know what you got. Know if you got it or not. Oh, you don't got it? Okay, cool. You can go in and practice. Oh, oh, hey, Kyrie, before you leave, bro, we got to test you. Hey, Kyrie, uh, before you go in this game, we got to test you. Now, it sounds tedious. It sounds petty. Who gives a shit? This is on the NBA right now. The NBA, like, literally could find a way for Kyrie Irving to play. You, I, I know people are like, oh, well, New York has these laws. Nah, New York is also very corrupt. The government there is very can be very can be bought. Let's be real; they can be bought. And I'm not saying this in a slanderous way. They can be bought, not just bought as in like, yo Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets can bring in so much money this year, uh, with the thought of this is a NBA contend. This is an NBA title contender, and we need to. I don't know. We need we need Kyrie. Why don't y'all just give us, you know, a bunch of rapid tests, which you probably already have at the moment, anyway? You hold on. This is technology you already have. There's only one player that needs it all the time. And also, when you do get the vaccine, you still get the virus. So why does it matter if he walks in somewhere unvaccinated or not vaccinated? The only difference between him not being vaccinated or him being vaccinated is the effect of COVID-19 and how it fucks you up. Which way, how you want to do this? Do you want to try to survive it? Because that's how vaccine because vaccinated people are surviving it better. Or going through, or having minimal symptoms. Not Not every case, but there's a higher chance of having minimal symptoms. Unvaccinated you're going to get some. You're gonna get a lot of the symptoms. Now, at that point, now it's in Kyrie's hand if he's going to play or not because you're going to have to pay him because there's really no reason for him not to be playing. There's no reason for him not to be able to practice. Like, th- you can be testing him right now. And you all sitting here like, whoa, how come he just can't wear a mask during the games? What? So everyone else can go out with no mask on vaccinated still can catch the fucking coronavirus and we and that's cool that's fine all right all right hold on hold on wait 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 you vaccinated yeah okay cool uh yeah so since you caught it you know you're out for three five five days five days vaccinated um okay you got all right unvaccinated oh shit you gotta be out for two weeks Didn't he catch Corona? Then wasn't there a story that he he got Corona at some point? And if he didn't, which is understandable. But my problem is, is that it feels like there's a simple solution that they're just not going down. And they're going to lose. And the next, the Nets are going to lose a lot of money in the process of not letting him play. Because you're going to have to pay him because this is really on your end that he should be playing. Not the state of New York, not the NBA. This is on the Nets. Y'all can go and do something to have this dude be tested before he walks into the fucking building. This it, There's an underlining thing to why he's not playing. Because he's making shit hard. So why don't you just make it harder for him? He made it hard for you last year due to, you know, doing whatever, doing all social justice things that you know to miss games, helping out, you know, doing human shit. Also he thinks the world is flat. I that that by itself is damning, I guess. But I don't mean to make it a black white. I'm not trying to make it a race issue. I'm not trying to make but it's about right. You can there's a way for him to play. And I'm not you know, some people grab going and say, "Well, you made it a black white issue." Well, he did miss like 10 games. He missed a few games because he decided to go and try to help the initiative. And the NBA was not happy he was doing that. And this gave him a reason to pay them back, to pay him back. Oh, well, I mean, since you didn't want to come out and, you know, participate, so why why would you want to participate now if you want to don't want to get vaccinated? They're trying to bully him to get a needle. They're trying to bully really the country to get a needle. Which look, I understand a lot of a lot of you believe in the vaccines and stuff like that. I completely understand. Do what you got to do. But how are you gonna tell a grown ass adult to make that decision? How are you gonna sit here and say, "Well, we need vaccine passports." You know how passports started. You know how these type passports started where they started all right we won't do history i'm oh, not bad i won't go to history but miazi germany that, that's how it started i can't say the actual you know word because i'm on youtube right now so you know, i gotta keep it a little chill but that's where it started go ahead go go look it up go look it up that's where it started it started in Mittlers, Mittlers, germany so, when y'all sit here and say, well, we're just conforming, that's what Germany did. <laughs> they conformed. And guess what? Millions of people died. Tens of millions of people died. Hundreds of millions of people probably died during World War II. And now, we will not... Okay, that went on a dour note. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. That went on a little bit of a dour note. That's on me. Um, So... That, damn, I spent 20 minutes on that. Okay, hold on. Give me one second. Let me take a swig of this water. All right, we're back. So, we go here and we talk about, you know, this vaccine. And I feel like people, first, first time around, Everybody else wearing masks decided they wanted to be, you know, the police out here and try to tell people, hey, man, you're not wearing a mask. Hey, fuck you. It gave people that license to be a dick, to not give someone a salutation anymore. It's, hey, you're not wearing a mask. What? I'm holding the door for you. Fuck you. That was being a gentleman. Sometimes, yo, yo, I'm telling y'all, sometimes a salutation goes a long way in a conversation guess who goes a long way with this guy walking up to me and telling me I'm not doing something with a group is the one one thing to not do when in the fucking morning with me I got somebody coming up walking up to me no good morning no hello no nothing so uh, you're not going to be stretching with everybody today fuck you why the fuck I need to do that I said it's coronavirus I mean the virus is still here so aren't we supposed to be social distancing? Oh, don't be scared, yo. No, 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 See, that's how you know safety ain't paramount with some people. That's how you know motherfuckers is just rude as shit. And I've always been told people in the South, or from the South, are supposed to be polite and, you know, courteous and things. Nah, bro. What? No. Now, they might not try to be in your face about it, like northerners, but they... They got their own ways. I've been living in the South for almost 20, over 20 years now. They got their own ways, you know? And, you know, they're not courteous. Some people just ain't courteous. Don't walk up to me and try to sit here and try to tell me to start stretching. Motherfucker, am I about to go play football? Am I about to go play basketball? What, what am I, do? I'm about to go dunk a ball? What am I about to do? Why I need to, what? Why I stretch on my own fucking time? I don't need to, I don't need other grown ass adults to tell me what stretches to do. That, that 10 seconds, y'all think that's enough stretching? You really think that's enough? That's, hold on, hold on. It's one, two, three, four. So 40 seconds. mm <clears throat> 40 seconds of stretching. You think that's going to change between fucking your back up and fucking your legs up? You really think that's going to help? It doesn't. I'm just going to put it out. It's a waste of fucking time. It's a waste of time. 40 seconds? No. You need to at least take 15 minutes to stretch your body out to make sure that you're limber and ready to rock. You're fucking dumb. Get the fuck out my face. I hate when somebody does, I hate when somebody, well, welcome, you're not with the group, because I don't want to be with the fucking group. There's a reason why I stand somewhere by myself sometimes. I don't want to fucking talk to people. I don't like that shit. I really don't. I hate that shit, actually. I don't like it. Oh, man, you don't like to talk to people? No. It's not that I don't like talking to people. It's that I come here to do a fucking job and leave. That's all I want to do. I'll talk to people whenever they walk up to me and they show up with a salutation or some type of hi. Not, oh, so you're just not going to, not gonna. no, fuck you. Why are you in my face? Why are you by me? Get the fuck away from me. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't have to, so I won't. Leave me the fuck alone. That's all, how that's all I feel about it. 40 seconds of stretching is not going to change a lot. Now, does it take it, you know, does it make it look like you did something safety-wise? Because shit, it does, it does. 40 seconds, yeah, okay, good job. All right, yo, guys, 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 congratulations. No, all right, stop, stop, Andrew. I'm sorry. My bad, I had to, some shit that happened today. It's just fucking rude. Don't walk up to me like that. It's fucking rude. I won't walk up to anyone like that. It's fucking rude. It's rude as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, oh, man. And also, I was told I don't smile a lot. I smile a lot, just not in certain places. Sorry. Just the way I roll. In certain situations, I'm not going to smile a lot. It's not any of your fucking business. I didn't know that was hurting anyone. I didn't even know that was a fucking problem. And also, don't give a fuck. I don't care. The fuck out my face. I don't smile a lot. The fuck's like dumb shit is that? Why, why is that? Why is that? Why was that a topic of a conversation? Why is that? Why is that? Oh, yeah, I've seen, you seem irritated. I'm always fucking irritated by work and I get the fuck on. That, that's all I want to do. I just want to get the fuck on. Leave me alone. Get the, you also get the fuck on. I don't need it. Get away from it. Leave me alone. I don't have any. I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. Yes, I am. I am trying to be mean because I want to be understood. Leave me the fuck alone leaving my people's alone, and leave me the fuck alone, okay, that's all I'm asking, that's all I want, that's all I want, I'm tired, leave me the fuck alone, it's about to be hot as a bitch, leave me alone, fuck, ah, oh, goodness gracious, also, one more thing, oh, one more thing, if you, I know you're probably not, they are not listening to this, but, oh, probably you probably are, I don't fucking know, if you don't listen to my podcast, if you don't listen to any good uh, fucking create creatives out there, don't tell them how to fucking do their shit. Don't tell them how to spice their shit up. Don't tell them what type of shit they should be doing unless you're gonna pay my shit, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, I already told you. If you subscribe to the podcast, you can make a fucking uh, make a topic. If you listen thoroughly to the podcast, you can. If you come up to me. And ask me questions about what goes on. That's like the most proudest thing ever, too. By the way, It's the most that makes me so happy when people walk up to me and be like, "Hey, man, so what's going on with you and Jalen Hurts? What's going on? You know, why? Why do you think this happened? Why do you think that?" Yo, I appreciate it. I pre- it, it actually really is appreciated. Y- y'all don't understand. It, it it means that you are actually listening, and you actually give a fuck about the about the subjects. So I'm gonna continue with the same fucking subjects I've been doing. Because it oh, clearly is bringing enjoyment and making your mind work. That's what I want to do. I want to make sure that, you know, you enjoy the show and also a mental exercise. Yeah, like, well, hold on. man. I never thought about it that way. Or my, my, Or even come to me and be like, yo, you ever think about it this way? Like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, I know what I'm interested in. I know what other people are interested in how you gonna fucking try to tell me how to spice my shit up I got this this is mine I got this this is ours I'm sorry no no this isn't mine this is ours okay unless you're gonna subscribe or you're gonna actually listen to the fucking podcast don't fucking give me pointers about my fucking podcast it's cruising podcast not motherfuckers that don't listen to the shit podcast shit man it just I'm it's like I'm fucking irritated, yo. Oh, it's cuz I'm tired. That's what it is. I'm irritated and fucking tired. Also, if you owe me money, motherfuckers, since we're here, you owe me fucking money. It's time to fucking pay up. I'm gonna start kicking down motherfucking doors. All right? That's just what it, that's just where we're going, man. So we're about to get to. All right, I'm about to do some real BMF shit out here. Actually, speaking of BMF, it's a great fucking show, man. Great show. Oh, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people are not happy. With how Big Meech is being um, portrayed. Um, so I just want to let people know. That's his son portraying him. So his son portraying his father. Maybe not the same exact person. Pretty fucking close. And probably. Some. Me would say. I would say. uh, The closest you can get. To Big Meech. To having the actual Big Meech on. So y'all trying to sit here and say, well, this is the, bitch. what this, that's his son. That That's his child. You know, he came from his nuts. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. My bad. I was, was that too much, too much. All right. Might've been too much. I'll, I'll back off a little bit. He came from his balls. All right. You know, sperm comes from balls out of dick. And that's how close he is to being big fucking niche. So how are you going to sit here and try to say? That he's being portrayed wrong when his fucking son is the one portraying him. It's kind of hard for Big Meats to fucking portray himself. You wanna know why? Because he's in fucking jail. And also got three years uh taken off his sentence. Yes! Good shit. I like the way they portrayal the, the portrayal of the city. It seems like Detroit is a character within itself. Because it's cool hearing their lingo, like what up though, like I listened to this podcast, that, that all the guys are from Detroit, and so I kind of got what the lingo is, you know, a little bit, from Detroit, and I'm just sitting here listening, and I'm just like, oh, okay, oh, so that's what we oh, okay, okay, this is good, this is good, so, I just feel like, I think people are trying not to give it a chance, because of Book of Canaan, because how successful Book of Canaan is. Also, how successful 50 Cent has been. Also, how much of an asshole 50 Cent is. That's probably why they don't want him to be, want him to succeed anymore. Because he's an asshole. We, we all know it. But we all consume his fucking content. Let's be real. Get Rich or Die Trying. One of the greatest albums of all time. Speaking of rap. Because that's where we're going here. Because the title of the episode is called Broke Pain. But I'm going to talk about... Expensive pain by Meek, by Meek Millie from South Philly up to Uptown. You know what I'm saying? The Nap Braids. Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished when I bought that estimate and y'all thought it was ready? Okay. Sorry. Y'all ready? All right. Cool. My bad. Hold hold, Wait a minute. Okay. Sorry. 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 My bad. Whew. Okay. Cool. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Expensive pain. I like the album myself. I went and worked out on it. Hey, by the way, this is my new thing too. I don't know if anybody back in the day did this my boy um Gilla um is a rapper. He he because this is mostly how we used to consume music is like he would do a song. I don't know if this is a secret. Hopefully it's not a secret for him, but uh, we're telling secrets anyway. But most rappers do this anyway. Back in the day and back in the day, meaning like five, six years ago, um, my homie, you would, would like produce a song, he, like he's a producer, rapper, all this cool stuff, all of it. Like he, he has his hand in the whole entire pot of all his music. He would get done a song and go into a car and put it on the CD, go into his car and start listening to it and see how it sounds while it's in the car. Because where do most people back in the day, and literally this is five, six years ago, this is right before really the streaming music boom, boom, but okay, whatever, we're just gonna go with it. You go in the car, and where do you normally consume music? In the car. So when you go and you start listening to it, I'm sitting in the backseat just listening to the songs and he's playing the music, I'm just like, oh, all right, now, why am I seat, I like to, I like to feel, I like to feel rich, all right, I like to feel rich sometimes, so I sit in the back of people's cars, also, somebody was in the front seat, it was a young lady, and I'm not gonna argue with it. you know what I'm saying, I'm not gonna be, I'm not a cock blocker, you know what I'm saying, I'm a co- you know, you know, I guide, it, you know, I guide it, no, I'm playing, so, um, <laughs> my pet, yo, <coughs> shit, um, <laughs> I got dry mouth so bad, Okay, so, but where do you consume music mostly? Is in the car. Now where I mostly consume my music is at the gym. i go and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna get this album. Okay, cool. If I can listen to the whole album without skipping in the gym, I, I not really, not really, okay, not skipping. If I still can get a full workout in, a full really good workout in, I think it's a good album. I think it's good songs on there that get you amped, good songs in there that get you thinking, good songs that get you in different modes. And I feel like that's what this album did for me, The Expensive Pain. That's where I was rounding all the way back to. So, Expensive Pain makes me, like, it, it gets me hyped. And then we go back to Angels, which is like uh, his, his another tribute to Little Snoop and then we you know we, we we go we go to expensive pain song we go to that the actual song is called expensive pain i just you know the only thing and i know a lot of people sorry my bad all right Where the fuck was that okay cool I, whatever so the only thing i have one problem with is that I miss the storyteller Meek Mill. I love Tony's story. I like Tony's story, too. Even Dreams and Nightmare told this story. He's a great storyteller with his music and also with himself. It's a fantastic storyteller. Wonder where he gets it from. Uh, Seriously, I do actually wonder where he gets it from. And, you know, you sit around, you just listen. I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like in dreams of, I think, um, shit, Polo and the Shell Tops. Nah, I forgot what it was called. It's a, uh, some days, like I said, y'all, I'm tired as fuck. But if you go back and listen to some of his, even some of his, his, uh, his mixtapes, his storytelling, it's fantastic. It's really at, at some point, tell you the truth right now. He's probably the best storyteller. It, it, think about this. Meek Mill was such a great storyteller that they made Tony's story into a book. Tony's story became a book. All three of them. Right? There's three ones. Yeah, yeah. Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what I'm saying is this. I miss that part of Meek Mill. I do. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. Don't get it twisted. I'm a fan of Meek Mill. But... I'm trying to find this song. Shit. Do I have it even on my album? I mean, on my albums? Ah, I ain't got it. Fuck. Whatever. I don't think it's Polo with the shell tops. Trauma. No, it's not trauma. It is. Trauma's one of them. Trauma's one of them. From uh, his original, from his first album. Hold on. I'm going to figure this out. Meek Millie from South uptown. But the storytelling that he does... Is it, 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 I missed that part? N- you know, I missed that he was able to dreams. Ew, it had to be on dreams and nightmare. Hold on, what's the track list? Young and I'm getting it, and I'm young and I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it. Traumatized. Yep, traumatized. It had to be traumatized. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let me see. Um, like, nah, layup is. Layup is very sexual. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. It had to be traumatized. And I'm listening to it, and he's telling a whole story. And you get entrenched in the story. Like, you get it. You get the picture in your mind. Like, oh, man, it's the fucking story. There it is. Yep, that's a good story. Yeah. Fuck, man. And he was telling a story on Million Dollars Worth of Game. And I was listening to it. And it I almost shed a tear. Now I'm a gangster, so gangsters don't shed tears. But um you know, it had me a little bit. Because he was talking about the day he got out. And you in the way he paints it is like a picture being painted in your brain. He and when he's uninterrupted and telling the story, it's just like Fuck. Bro, you what? He said, Man, I'm the most i I'm the richest person in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like The day he got out, you know, the day he got to go see his son. That, you know, every day being locked up for popping a fucking willy. You know, popping a willy. You know who banged the gavel? Black woman. You know who was actually fighting to make sure he stayed out of jail? The district attorney. By the way, you know what a district attorney is supposed to do? Prosecute. They're supposed to make they they're supposed to win. They already won the fucking case. He's been in jail. That's a win. What they were saying was, what the fuck? He he fucking popped a willy. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Pop as many willies as you can. Do, do you have a helmet on? Okay. Gives a shit. Fuck it. No? Fuck it. Man, be a little safe? I don't fucking know but you know the the gavel was hit on him and he was telling this story and you can feel the pain for some reason you can feel what's going on with the whole thing and it felt like that was the only part of this album that was kind of lacking to me felt like he was just rapping at some points all right cool man that's that's cool where's tony's story at I don't understand. People want to be like, "Well, uh, you know, everybody has to evolve." Andrew gives a shit. Fuck that. No evolve. Who told you to evolve? What the fuck? You know what evolution has gotten us? Nuclear bombs. That's all it did. That's, that's well, evol- that's what evolution did. That's where we're at right now. I'm talking to you guys through a fucking computer with a nice ass microphone. I'm just, I'm just putting out there's a nice fucking microphone. I like this microphone. That's where evolution got us. Evolution kept us in, is keeping us in the house. You know, most of the shit that some of y'all are bitching about. Oh, my kids never get out of the house. I don't let my kids play video games. You know how much a video game players making? I heard, I was listening to a podcast. This was the last, thing, last time I am fucking going around. I was listening to a podcast, right? Dude said that now he tells his son that apparently his son is a fan of certain football players. And... He tells him, hey, man, you think he's out playing video games? Just talk about his son never picked up the video game again. So what the fuck did you buy him a sw- Switch for? If, he didn't want, if you don't want the child who has no money, the only thing he can really do is complain about it. The only thing he can do is complain about not having the Switch. Gives a shit because he has no money in the situation. So who gives a shit? This is, this is broke pain right here. He has no money, and you bought the child a Switch to play. What the fuck did you do that for if you didn't want him to play it? And my mom didn't want us to play video games. She didn't get the fucking video games. It made sense. World, The world made sense back in the day. I think parents today compared to parents of yesteryear makes no sense fucking sense some of them some of them sorry hold on not all some ask yourself this question if you don't want your child to do a certain thing i don't know light fires you want to give them a fucking lighter and be like hey man peyton manning said you know peyton manning never burned down a house and you think that's going to make them be like ah man you know i'm gonna put this fucking lighter down and shit man i want to be like peyton man throw 40 touchdowns bro i just you know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's that's good parenting. That's good. No, no, no. Don't give him the fucking lighter in the first place, and give him the temptation to burn the motherfucking house down. What the? What? What type of dumb fucking logic is that? It's fucking stupid logic. It's dumb. Hey, you want to have some candy? Hey, but you know Tom Brady doesn't eating candy. You don't give me no fucking. Can- why? Okay, so why did you buy? Why did you spend three hundred dollars? That's fucking expensive pain right there. To me, that's expensive pain. I can't waste three hundred motherfucking dollars on a game system that I'm not going to touch. Which I actually, I, I have. <laughs> I haven't touched the in so long. But that's not the fucking point. <laughs> I'm poor, man. I'm I'm broke, pain. So I need to go play my, my 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 switch. But I'm just saying, if you don't want them to do a certain activity, why the fuck would you give them the devices the to do the activity? Why, when you bought the why when before you went to go buy the album and be like, hey man, so you know Tom Brady doesn't buy any. You know what happens? Tom Brady doesn't get these. You know what he does though? He goes and gets that kale and eats boiled chicken. You know, he does that, because, let's be real, some people don't like seasoning. I'm just not going to say what what type of the population doesn't like seasoning, but a lot of the, the, hey, even that culture would tell you they don't like seasoning. I don't know. They don't, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, mom's spaghetti probably had no seasoning in it. (laughs) Just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. But, why would you buy the kid the fucking device? It made no sense to me. It's the dumbest shit I ever heard of in my life. Hey man, yeah, I mean he's gonna play video. What? The fuck are you talking about? Tom Brady doesn't play video. So you you want your child? I would rather my kid play video games than play fucking football. I'd rather my kid make millions playing video games than play football. And also, just to put out there, last thing. I've met some pretty cool fucking people in the video game. Now, is it face-to-face? No, it's not face-to-face. Now, am I getting to know the person without seeing their face? Fuck yeah. Do I understand what the person's feeling is across the video game? Yes, I do. But some people, old as fuck, that's in their 40s, don't know what the fuck they're talking about sometimes, but I'm going to say this. Not all 40-year-olds, by the way. Not all 50-year-olds, not all 60-year-olds. I'm just saying new fucking parents. And I'll talk about new parents within that past 10 fucking years. Okay? 10 years. If your child is past the age of 10, you do not apply. I'm talking about the new fucking parents. And I'm not one of them. And I won't be like this. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. This is the 1990s. Where I can't talk to my homeboy that's playing video games I, I don't want people over my fucking house. I don't like people in my house. I don't like, you know, I don't like people being around me. Unless it's for, you know, certain reasons. And it's a female companion. I'm just saying, that's how I feel. <laughs> but I don't want people around. So, especially when I play video games, especially when I'm playing, you know, Apex, I don't want somebody in my ear talking to me the whole fucking time. That's in the same room as me. I don't want that. I, don't, I, I need call-outs. I need to hear the call-outs. Hey, man, somebody's in Sector 5. I all right, cool. We're going to shoot at Sector 5. Even though there's no Sector 5, I don't know what the fuck I, why I said that. That's not. That sounded so nerdy. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm just saying. If I wanted to have somebody play the game with me, I would have two fucking controllers. only got one. And the, if I did have a second one, it's so because the other one likes to fucking die on me. And so I could have the other one ready to rock and roll, so I can play the motherfucker, why the fuck, do I need to be talked to the whole time, look, unless it's important information, and I get home from work, and I'm ready to play, leave me the fuck alone, and we're back to the leave me alone, Now nah, I'm playing, alright, so, Expensive Pain, like I said, man, it was, it, it, it was a pretty good album, I just... Yeah, like I said, man. I just missed the storytelling meek man. It it, it, it it took something away from me. Like, I, I... Maybe I'll go re-listen to it. And maybe... Like, maybe because I was also working out and kind of get a little distracted. But... There wasn't, like, a Tony Story-level song to me. There wasn't a Traumatized-level song to me. There wasn't a Dreams and Nightmares-level song to me. There wasn't Championships. You know, Polo and Shell tops Like... It just felt like rapping. And I have enough of that. I, I You can tell me a story, dog. I don't give a shit. I'll use that as a bedtime story, put the little dumbass hat on that Ebenezer Scrooge used to use, and I'll fucking, I'll, I'll listen to it. But that's why I think that evolution shit doesn't work. Stay, that's your lane. And that's what you're great. Actually, you're one of the best out there at doing that. Other than these Chicago dudes whose stories are way too real for me, and um but you told your story through music. This is actually what you can think about is this is your biography musically. You know? That's what I was thinking. Alright. But I love the album. Don't get it twisted. I'll always support Philly i'm a philadelphian to to core of me and i will continue to support philadelphia oh all right we're going to all right <clears throat> sorry i need to start making need to start making moves hold on, hold on. give me one more second let me get some water what's up matt just in case he's listening <laughs> i don't know if he's listening i don't know if he's been listening to the latest episodes but what's up matt Matt knows who he is, but, um, all right, so we're going to talk about Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions, um, is an animated, I mean, anime style, they, I think they went through seven different studios, and seven different, um, directors, and on nine different episodes, on nine episodes. Now, what was cool about it is seeing all the different animated, anime, um, art designs, there was a black and white one. There was some, you know, some show, Shonen Jump, um, some other weird ones. But I'm sorry, it gave me a real sorry. It gave me a real love, deaf and love, deaf and robots vibes, where every episode was a story within itself, and it was about maybe ten to fifteen. Like the, I think the longest one was twenty minutes, but I think like the shorter ones was like, like I, I say, the average was probably 12 minutes per episode but i think they did a great job of giving star wars new stories first of all secondly being hella race no i'm joking it's not these are japanese directors doing it japanese art style so yeah it's going to look like they were from japan just putting it out there before anybody says anything but I think that the way they used the lightsabers, they made different types of lightsabers. Like one chick had a fucking umbrella as a little lightsaber. That was her lightsaber. It was an umbrella. The shit was fucking fire. Fire. That's all I can say. It was fucking fire. You know what I'm saying? Um What like most of them, like a lot of them look like katanas. Um, but I I just I loved it. I liked every. I, I didn't like every episode. Like the one where the fucking robot becomes a damn Jedi. I, I mean, I know we have Skippy the Droid, but like, come on, bro. We we what the fuck? I was like, all right, cool. And he kept doing the same move where he's like standing on one hand and like, first of all, how do you become an expert sword fighter without ever having the sword in your fucking hands and you killing a Sith Lord? There's no way. There's no fucking, you just became a Jedi, and you kill a Sorry, I just spoiled one episode for you. That's on me. That's on me, I did. That was just one episode, but how do you know which episode it is? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? One of them, you know, tattooing Rhapsody, go watch that shit. Be angry. That's all I'm going to say. Just be angry when you watch it. No, I'm joking. Like, a few of them just, I I didn't like. like. And, like, Love, Death, and Robots, I think a few episodes of the latest season, I really didn't like. I wasn't a fan of. You know, but it's also, I'm not a fan of most of a lot of the art styles. Like, I came in watching Shonen Jump, so I'm used to that type of um, art style, anime wise. But, like I said, every episode was done pretty well. Like I said, I, there's a few of them, like, but the other ones were done very well. The, the story. The art, the, the actions, all of that. I think it was done very well. So if you haven't watched Star Wars Visions yet, it but like y- y'all know love Death, and robots is like not kitty shit. So but this is real like, it, not kitty. Like there were still like um um there was still some violence in it, but not all the way. You know, seeing blood and shit like that because it's Star Wars and it's Disney. So um that that yeah man, I I think that was. I, I truly did enjoy it. I, I do have to say, I enjoyed a lot of the episode. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of those episodes. I, I mean, I can't wait. If they do another season two, that'd be great. You know, and uh, anime-wise, you know, you, you, you mixed up. I mean, you mixed in... All right, calm down. Okay, you mixed in a lot of anime. You mixed in a lot of the, the storylines that animes would, would go down, you know, the, the like, I think, I would say they did go on the whole weary traveler, like, the the stranger that walks in town type deal, they did that a lot, um, with, like, the first, few, well, I mean, with a few of those episodes, you know, the weary traveler that's going, going to fight the, the big bad and stuff, and they did it within 10 minutes, I mean, did it within 12 minutes. Not like you know Dragon Ball Z where it took a whole fucking year for Goku to drop a fucking Spirit Bomb on Frieza's fucking dome piece, still didn't kill him. But hey, that's, that's you know what? That look, listen, we're good. I, I'm not gonna say anything else. About it. You know, I mean, it took twenty minutes. I mean, you know, it took like a good two minutes of a good fight. You know, what I mean, like so, but. Yeah, I yeah, I'll definitely advise y'all to go watch the Star Wars Visions. It's just a different take on Star Wars. That's all it really is. It's a different take, Japanese style. And I loved it. Anime style. Loved it. I liked I, I loved it. I did. I like the different I'm I like that Star Wars is trying to go away from the Skywalker shit, the Darth Vader, all the rest of that shit. They're going to different galaxies. They're doing different things. Now are there Jedi's everywhere? Fuck yeah because that's what Star Wars is anyway. It's Jedi's and, and Sifs. It's fucking space wizards. That's literally what Star Wars is supposed to be about. Not just TIE fighters and shit like, like what? what the fuck am I wanna watch that for. I wanna watch space wizards force choke each other, first of all, and also different designs to the fucking lightsaber. Not everybody's gonna have the same dumbass fucking lightsaber. Now question. Now, I think you know what was cool? Oh, I'm sorry. I know, I know. I know. You know what was cool about Darth Maul is that he had the fucking he had the uh the dual lightsaber. You know that can turn into one and shit? That that's what was cool about his character. Now, did he survive a long time? Fuck no he didn't. Spoiler alert again from a movie that came out over 25 years ago. So get the fuck over i Now nah, playing. But um, no, nah, but that's what was cool about him because it was the first time live action wise we saw the lightsaber look fucking different and to see the different art styles they did with them that's cool as shit to me and you you don't have to do that live action this is a place to actually take those take those risks is in the animated so yeah, man, I, I'm excited, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see if they do another season of this. I'll, I'm definitely in. I'm in it because I I don't know. Like, I've been I know I said this last episode, but I'm going to say it again. I've been into these anthologies like every episode is is its own. And I like these type of shows. I thought that, you know, Marvel's What If was going towards there, but we, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to spoil anything. But, you know, it seemed like a story within his own. Each story was his own story. And I like that for some... I I don't know why. I just feel like... I feel like you can can flesh out a whole story in 40 minutes, in 30 minutes, in 12 minutes, in 20 minutes. You know, you can flesh out a whole story and not have it connect to shit. And that's what makes it cool to me. Hold on. Ah, shit. My bad, y'all. Trying to make sure. Get this. Cool. Got it. Hold on. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Alright. Alright, 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 alright. Okay. The fuck is going on? Okay, cool. Alright. So with that, I want to say, man, guys, I love y'all. Um, I appreciate everyone that's listening to this episode uh this far. I know I did a lot of rambling and hopefully enjoy- <laughs> hopefully it wasn't too much for you. Um, but I want to say, man, once again, I do love you guys. Um, I'm going to try to have another episode on Friday. We will see because I'm tired of shit tonight. So we'll see if I'm going to be tired shit tomorrow <laughs> on on Friday. But nah, man, we, like I said, I'm going to try to make, I'm trying to be as consistent as possible with, you know, with podcast episodes with different content coming up. So I'm going to be a lot more consistent. Um, cause you know, I, I feel like there's a, there's a lane here. There's a lane, and I feel like we can become a community. Speaking of community, um, why don't you guys join the Patreon? Um, this weekend I'm doing a lot. I'm doing I'm doing some content definitely this weekend for Patreon. Um, just give y'all a little taste, give you a little taste. Um, get y'all a I uh, probably give y'all a little taste of what might to come on uh Patreon on Friday, and so um, I will have the description of where it is on the, uh, on the descriptions for this podcast episode, and, um, so whenever you click it, you know, I wouldn't say pledge now, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys, I'm not gonna fucking do some whole ass shit where, oh, I don't have any content up, guys, just go pledge, go pledge to it, and then you're like, what the fuck, yo, you you stole, like, money from us, you piece of shit, so I won't be doing that part of the story, what I will be doing is making sure that, yo once content does go up, there will be, y'all, you guys, if you sign on and all the rest of that cool stuff, there are levels to this. Um, I'm going to have the tier list out. Uh, i have to tear the tier list out soon. Um, definitely before the weekend's out, I will have a tier list out. So I would like to say, once again, thank you, Lamar Jackson. Love you. Thank you for giving me, you know, a win last week. You're awesome. Um, also, Hollywood Brown. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. But with that, I want to say, man, thank you guys so much for listening. Where you can find The Cruiser Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find The Cruiser Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates to the show is on at... Is on Instagram at cruising podcast, also on Twitter at nice down And with that, I want to say, I love you guys. Um, uh, oh, yeah, we're gonna start having scary shit happening too. I mean, scary content going on and stuff like that. I trust, man, there's things coming. We got some things coming. So, with that, I want to say, I love you guys. Don't do anything we can do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.